welcome into episode, no, day 10, as in the 10th of December, um, of Louise event. I was going to carry on with saying the days of, this is now day 6, but um, I think it's actually easier if we go by what date it is. I've been listening back and I'm hoping that this is a little bit better on the balance of the ears because I was listening in the car on my way to and from work. I had to turn myself right up until 40, full volume, which is never very good for your ears or for when you forget and it finishes and goes on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. So I've put down the volume of the cheesy music and put up my volume of my voice and hopefully that will balance it out a bit. And I'm writing in big letters, volume, to, for me to remember as we go through this. So it's now Saturday. For some of you, that is a nice rest day from the end of the week. For some of you, you're on your way to work for probably quite a busy day. Um, if you are going to work in a shop, you've got this, kid. You can do this. Because we're coming up to extreme busyness of Christmas shopping time. Today, I thought I would talk about Christmas trees. Um, the Christmas tree, as we know it, sort of became a bit more Christmas tree-ish in the 16th century Germany. Before then, humans thought that evergreens were quite cool because they lasted through the winter months and they took them bits of them into their houses to brighten up the darkness a bit. And in 16th century, the Christians took them in and decorated them. And I think it's just to sort of keep going with um, the tradition of brighten up the December. And at some point, um, Jesus got his birthday moved until then, <laughs> just to replace the winter festival of solstice. So now the trees tend to be Scotch pine, Douglas fir, white pine, Fraser fir or balsam fir. Uh, that's the more traditional ones that you can buy. Um, every year, Norway sends a huge Christmas tree to London. I think it's Trafalgar Square that it goes in. And this has been a tradition since 1947, 46, 47, as a thank you to the British help for the Second World War. Now, to be fair, Norway, we maybe could move on from that now and save yourself some pennies shipping it over. But we thank you for every single tree since then. And I mean, if you want to carry on doing that, lash on. But, you know, times move on. Uh, but also, maybe maybe you don't actually think that London or UK has good trees. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are some quite cool trees out and around in our country. Maybe not as good as yours though, Norway. Maybe not as good. Christmas trees, you can have a real one or you can have a fake one. Um, I was lamenting the fact last night about the last time that we had a real Christmas tree in. And we have got some pine trees that have been growing in our, I don't say garden, but our land or our field. Because basically I live in half a field. And Richard loves nothing better than to plant trees. And you know, it's a really, really good thing to plant trees because... You're planting them for an ecological uh, reason. You're also planting them and they become a wee area for other 
animals and insects and things to live around. I can't quite remember the right word. I should take better notes, listeners, but I'm trying to do this on the on the on the good and just go by the seat of my pants and yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh, and also they are good for using up carbon dioxide and putting out some oxygen for us and the more trees the better. Um however, years ago Richard planted these when Sandy was small. I think Daisy was still a baby or just a toddler. Sandy went out and helped his dad plant them and he called them all but two or three Sandy. So they're all called Sandy, these trees out there, except one or two. One's called Daisy, one's called Mummy and one's called Daddy. So a few years ago now, two in fact, I shall say, um, we took one of these trees down and it's finally grown enough and we went round and chose a tree out of the own garden, dead smug we were, took them in. And this thing, I hated it. It dropped needles like there was no tomorrow. I can't remember what type it is, but it was a very short pine needle. And um, I mean, you can see them if you come to my house. And you can tell yourself what they are. <laughs> but this thing dropped pines and needles. And it was eventually, it was Christmas Day. And I was wearing my new Christmas dress that I had made with the gnomes on it. So definitely two years ago. My mum was here. And I said, great, that thing has dropped the needles. Can we just turf it? And um, Richard went, all right then. So, <laughs> and I think it was the day on Boxing Day he was going off south to work. And it was just coming back into another lockdown. So I said, well, if it doesn't go now, it's going to have to, I'll be struggling with this. Right, come on then. So... After Christmas dinner, it was getting a bit dark, so we opened up the sunroom and she says, pick it up. So I pick it up. I had needles everywhere. I had them poking through my new dress, down my front, everywhere. These needles were everywhere. I've never forgiven that tree. So I got yeeted out of the sunroom. He was howling, laughing at me, and it was really quite sore. Yes, I could have wrapped it in a blanket, in fact... I think I had a sheet, but it made no difference whatsoever. So a few days after that, I burnt that in the brazier down by. And I was like, burn you, horrible tree. Because actually that's sort of the point of some of these trees is to sort of grow them big enough so we can eventually cut them down and use them as firewood. So this thing burnt quite nicely. And then it didn't burn all totally. And this bit of tree was still sticking out at me looking at me for weeks afterwards until Richard came back from offshore and he used the chainsaw and then I probably burnt it <laughs> come on back on this tree but then I think the tree probably was a bit upset being in the house in the first place so I'm now quite happy to just use my little artificial tree and it comes out year after year and whilst it's plastic I bought it back in 1999 and have used it quite a lot since. It's not the biggest tree because when I bought it, we had a flat, um, small house. And um, it didn't need to be a big tree. But now we have a bigger house. It could do with being bigger, but I'm still quite happy with it. So I was looking up some patterns for Christmas trees. And I really, 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 really like the Christmas tree sweater. And this is by Originally Lovely. And it's a jumper. 
that has got a tree motif and a texture around the belly and it's it's made in a green a sort of a pine colored green so actually i don't know whether i'd want it on my belly i'm thinking about nobody likes to look we have your belly all kind of pointed out do they but it's quite subtle but christmasy or and tree and you could wear it all year round until you see one of the burns at school who goes mrs hunt why are you wearing your Christmas jumper and it's not Christmas? And I go, this is not my Christmas jumper. This is just a jumper that is red and has trees on it. <laughs> she has a point. But, you know, Mrs Hunt can never be wrong. Oh, Mrs Hunt was on Amy Farr one Friday morning because the radio station, bless their little consults, got us mixed up with the wrong Crossroads Primary School and said that we were closed on Thursday. So um, they were apologising today. But, um, as I mentioned in a couple of episodes back, we got our Christmas cake from the King. And I was just messaging the producer who had messaged before. And I said, oh, and you might might want to pass this on to the lovely presenter Jodie, who sadly is so sick just now. Because um, she, she did School of, a week, of the Week and our children mentioned the Queen. And then when the Queen died... She mentioned and used our children again because she just says it's really quite just a thing you don't like. We're all feeling the same, and she says that it was the children at Crossroads. We were playing them back because they all wanted to meet the Queen. So I thought that they might like to see our cake from the King, and he says, "Oh, Jodie's actually all sick." And I was like, "Oh, that's where she is." Because I wonder where she was. I just thought she was on holiday because I wasn't listening enough because I was listening back to myself, but I didn't tell him that. So I got a shout out from Titch McCooey. Now, if any of you are from the north of Scotland and have listened to Amy Farr back in the day, you'll know who the great Titch McCooey is. I got a shout out from Titch McCooey. Mrs Hunt from, that was actually Louise Hunt from Crossroads Primary School would like to give a shout out to the children at Crossroads Primary because they got their cake from the king this week. <laughs> so, um, I let the producer off, but yeah. Did, um, it was amazing the amount of people that heard that and thought we were shocked. Thankfully, all the children were at school and nothing really was um, a hassle. But I hope that the children of Crossroads Primary School in Murray had a lovely snow day if you live down that way. Uh, so other patterns, um, there's lots of dog coats that have got Christmas trees on them and are green with bubbly things on. Uh, there's lots of crochet trees and shapes and little ones, but nothing massive. Uh, and also, I will mention, and I have a little bit before, Jennifer Steinglass. She's got lots of yoke sweaters with tree patterns, or um, one of them is called Arborella, which is the yoke sweater that are, I was, Mrs Hart, why are you wearing your Christmas sweater? And it was because I made it in red and white. So she, technically she was kind of right because we did make it for Christmas, but I wear it the rest of the year. In fact, I'm not going to wear it in December just because I've got other Christmas wears. And today I'm wearing one with dogs on that has been bought. And um, I've got one that says ho 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 with horrible sequins on that shine bright into your light, into your eyes. And we create a disco ball. And I go, oh look, I've got disco ball boobies. And was met with the same way, what? <laughs> and my head it was really funny 
If you wanted, you could always do a quilt skirt for your Christmas tree, which is a great big round piece of fabric and it's quilted. Uh, and it goes underneath your tree that your presents sit on and it hides any sort of mess that is and maybe catches the fully needles. And mum has made one. They're lovely. I always meant to. Probably never will. Right, so we're at 12 minutes 37 of me splaffing on about Christmas trees. So if you're going to work, you got this kid. If you're having a lovely Saturday, I hope you get some knitting in, a little bit relaxing for you. If you've had a busy week at work, if you're listening to this in a completely different time zone, have a nice day. And I'm going to put me down and it music up. Not too much though. Thank you for listening. Speak to you tomorrow.